0: They can have that shit. Let us have rainbows back. Because I like rainbows too. And I ain't no gay. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
2: that's a good question well i don't know because
1: you can't if you say that you have never peed in a body of water then you're a liar
2: yeah but i don't know how much like i don't know what the piss like the, the how much human piss is because a bunch of species go extinct every day so i don't know how much they're pissing you know what i mean like maybe maybe it's just the, the right, well, there's a piss. <laughs> <laughs> there? well i'm saying maybe there's like a steady amount of piss there's a piss constant that we well, have.
1: Greek is flooding, or Greece is flooding, because, you know, there's so much piss. Is that
2: why? Is that
0: why? (laughs) So, (laughs) that's why
1: Greece is
2: flooding. Oh, man. I don't think it has risen at all, because I feel like the water that's in the ocean, like, you know, the water cycle, you know, it just goes into the beings, and then it goes up into the clouds, and then it comes back down. I'm going to say
0: 304 feet. I say percentage. I'm going to say then... 69%. What's that, like 0. .0008% or
2: something? Mm. There we go. A little bit more pissed than there was before. Welcome to Conversations for Our Grandkids. I think that's <laughs> the best way to start, you, you know, go. at all. Uh, how you doing, Adam? I'm doing fine, man. Doing that's good. good. It's hey. nice
0: out today. Really nice. Really, really,
2: really nice. Yeah, we're getting to that point where uh, you can sort of sleep with the uh, s- the fan in the window and sleep
0: you- under the stars. Oh my god,
2: it's so beautiful out. No, it's really nice out. Um, and I think well, what we're doing right now, I'll just say to like an offshoot thing. Um, We've been releasing the other podcasts on sort of a delay, so mm-hmm. we started releasing them in what April, and we were talking about how cold it was and how like yeah, there was so yeah. much snow outside. <laughs> but now it's starting to catch up, so hopefully when you're hearing this, it's still nice out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it's been a crazy week. I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about a few things. Um, specifically, we saw a movie on Sunday called uh, Ex Machina. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I kinda wanted to get into that because I will I, say that
0: I think that's probably my favorite movie I've seen in recent memory.
2: Oh yeah. It was a great movie. Yeah. Everything about it. The acting. I thought one of the one of the characters kept reminding me of you actually. I don't know if ja- Jasmine Jasmine's in the room. I don't know if she felt the same way, Which one? but the, now, like, the I robot know. creator man, the guy with the beard. He he kinda oh, had right, it. He's so he, all fucking creepy psychopath. No, he's not creepy.
1: There's a guy at the bookstore who looks Exactly like him, like same beard, glasses, like same shaved part of the head and everything. Um, but there's also a guy in the bookstore who does movie reviews, Don Mal or something like that. Um, he's on bleep, bleep that out! Bleep of all of that out. <laughs> um, we don't
2: do trust. No, Cine-dork. 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 Cine-dork.
1: Cine-dork. he's on Cine-dork. Shout out! Hey, Shout review
2: us we'll review, you, I guess. Yeah. What did he think of the movie? Did he like it?
1: Uh, he loved it, and he really wanted to know what you guys thought of it, and if you guys read his review, what you think of his review in relation to the movie.
0: Okay. So wait, real quick, Jasmine, I'm going to ask you to pull up that review then, because why don't we read it, and then we'll talk about it on the show. Okay, and while
2: Jasmine's doing that, I'll just tell you how I felt about that movie, because (laughs) that movie, I had a crazy reaction to that movie. A reaction, reaction, my friend? What's that?
0: I said, what was that reaction, my friend? (laughs) Oh,
2: Jesus, you remember. Well, okay, so from Adam and Jasmine's perspective... Seamus so let's just let's just get this out okay so this movie Ex Machina I feel like people need to know what it's about firsthand
0: yeah that's a good idea
2: so so Ex Machina is about basically artificial intelligence but like it's about the point in time in which we we as human beings actually create something that is um the equivalent of a human uh what is the word I'm looking for? Intelligence.
0: Intelligence intellig- yeah. yeah. Well, the well, point get- they kept making in the movie is that if a, if another human being couldn't tell that it was, you know, artificial.
2: Yeah. That's, that's where. That's the level of AI that they. We're addressing in the movie, and the whole point is that this guy goes to this guy's, you know, house out in the woods where he's got this. This guy's like a genius. He's got this robot in his basement that he's built, and he's and he's like, you know, I want you to be the guy to test and see if you can tell that she's an AI or if you think she's a real person or you know how you feel about it. And so there's all this tension and mystique Mm -hmm. going on because you don't really know who to trust and you can't really tell if the robot is programmed to react these ways or if she's naturally reacting this ways because it's actually an AI. So it's the question of what. ...actually is intelligence... Um, versus... And, and what is consciousness? Now? And what is consciousness? And whether or not any of us are really conscious at that point because, you know... And does it really matter? Does it really matter? So my reaction to this, now, it may have been the edible I had beforehand, but that <laughs> probably didn't help. But... Couldn't have helped. So from Adam and Jasmine's re- perspective, Seamus just got up to use the bathroom. Nah, Seamus had to take a walk around the fucking block. <laughs> dude, I had, to, I had to remove myself from the situation. Breathe
3: in,
2: breathe oh, out Oh, dude, I could... I, I was like... Oh, oh, dude, I was going through all the motions where I was like, yeah, I'm supposed to be scared. The game is to be scared. Oh, dude, this is too much. This is way too – I can't even – this is freaking me out. Because for me, that movie, I, I knew that it was a fiction – I knew I was watching a fiction. I knew that the people were playing their roles, but to me, I was so deeply engrossed in that film because everything about it was so well done—from the acting, yeah, cinematography, the writing—you almost couldn't the- get away. You know, in a, in a shitty movie, you
0: can say like, "Oh, look at that terrible acting," and it kind of snaps you out of the story. And you know, in a movie like this, where you kind of want to snap yourself out to not be so freaked out, they gave you nothing. Everything was just so. Like real and sharp, I mean, you felt everything that they did in that movie. It was
2: fantastic. There, there was no place to hide. I guess that's probably a good tagline yeah. for it. You know, but so unless you want to go for a walk around the block, like <laughs> I did. I had to. I had to reassess some things, man. Because in my mind, the, I, I got. I got more invested in this movie than I have in any movie I've seen, probably, maybe ever. I mean, Frozen's probably the last <laughs> one, but that was for another reason. You know, but yeah. but. Ah oh, man, just everything about this film, and I, I felt like I was feeling what the guy was feeling on the yeah. screen, and that's what a good movie should do, but it was almost too much where I was like, in this, if this was a real scenario where somebody brought me to their house and said, here, I have this artificial intelligence in my basement, I'd probably have to do the same thing. I'd probably have to be like, all right, you know what? I'm going to go for a walk. <laughs> be right back. <laughs> I have to. I have to like think about you have some what, shit. Like a thousand acre property. I'll be back in a day. <laughs> yeah, guess walk this. Off. I have to. What the fuck what is are you going on? About yeah, right. because it started making me think like, ah, oh, shit, man, what what the f... I don't know. Like, I... I and well, I, what, I Can I ask you what part of it freaked you out the most? Like, what was what
0: was the point where I was like, nope, I'm going to have to walk this off?
2: Uh, I can't... I, I don't remember for sure. I think it was definitely after... There's a point in the movie where you're not clear what is a test and what isn't a test as far as, like, figuring out whether or not this is an AI. But there's a part where the lights go out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and from that point on, I was like... I am going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to leave. No, I'm not. Don't leave. Don't leave. And <laughs> no, I was like, I, no, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to and I had yeah. that battle for like yeah. 15 minutes of like, uh oh, just sit here. Uh and I was like looking over at you guys like, this is scary, right? But in my mind I was like, I really have to get out of here. I have to go. <laughs> And so, I, I mean, I was, I was probably only gone for, like, had I actually gone to the bathroom, it would have been the same amount of time, yeah, pretty like, like much. Three like, three minutes, maybe. I yeah. wasn't gone long at all. I literally went across the street, looked at some shit. I was like, wow, you know, no cyborgs out here. That's great. <laughs> uh, I, I guess I can go back inside now. And um, I went back inside and sat through the rest of the movie, and I loved it. It was a great movie, and I was so glad that I came back, because I was... The thing is, I was really enjoying it. It was never right. that I wasn't enjoying it. It was almost that... For me, it almost became too real. If that makes any sense, my empathy was like I had to like step back. Yeah, you know, because I was just I was that guy. I was in the fucking movie, and I was dealing with this crazy thing that is is completely new to humanity. And the fear, I guess, was that I was like, well, this is it. They're just going to replace us because they're the same thing, but they're just way better. Like they they're not going to die. They don't need all the things that we need. This is it. We're fucked. We've created this thing that's going to just fucking destroy Steam us steamroll yeah pretty much and i know that's the that's the fear with i guess artificial intelligence in general i mean that's the thing that we've always dealt with like the terminator then we watched terminator later and i was like oh this is fine <laughs> it's no big deal <laughs> this, oh, this isn't is scary that's right yeah but yeah i don't know man ex machina check it out do you have that review
0: yeah let's see it let's see
2: all right so we're, we're going to read through this because uh, maybe if, he, if he's like – if he says halfway through, he's like, yeah, you know, halfway through this movie, I just had to take a walk.
3: <laughs>
1: I was actually arguing with a guy who works in the Computer Connections today. He, he thinks he's a movie buff, but he was like, oh, uh, yeah, I saw X Machina, but, like, have you seen The Avengers? And I was like, excuse I don't me? Think this conversation is really worthwhile.
2: What was he saying about the Avengers? Cuz that what
1: He he was saying that uh, who's the bad guy in the Avengers? The Silver Guy?
2: Oh, the Age of Ultron, Ultron, yeah, that guy, yeah. he was saying
1: that Ultron is AI. And oh. <laughs> and that like um that people don't see the comparisons between the movies because Uh, this bitch isn't evil. And I was like, well, he's not AI. Like, in that universe, he exists.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but, but I don't think you can, I I don't think you can even compare the two because the the amount of tension in Ex Machina because it's so grounded in reality. Like, you can pull yourself out of the Avengers because, oh, look, there goes the Hulk and there's Captain America and Thor and here's Ultron who's this big stupid CGI monster. This was a woman who had some robotic features about her, but, You didn't – it wasn't cut and dry. See, if Ultron's just evil and we know he's evil, that's not scary because I know he's – oh, we just have to fucking kill him then. Yeah, the point is that
1: you can't really tell she's evil because she's doing what she's supposed to to survive. Right. It's not evil because, like, you would do – if you were put in a scenario where you had to kill some people to survive, you would do it.
2: And if if she is a true – if she is a true intelligence that is, like, not – she's not a human being, so we're not – really clear what her motivations are because she's convincing us that she's just like us but what if she's not you know what i mean what if she has these other things going on that she she's just so good at convincing us that she's human that we're like oh yeah we created an artificial intelligence that's just like us but as soon as she gets out she's like well i'm gonna put my hand in this toaster and i'm gonna create the <laughs> fucking singularity and now everybody's dead you know yeah. i guess that was the fear for me
1: i would i Lately, is that uh, eat or be eaten, Sanjay and Craig.
2: (laughs) Hey, Sanjay and Craig, check it out. Ex Machina and Sanjay and Craig.
0: All right, I'm going to read part of this review. I'm going to read the first and the last paragraph. All right, we should... pretty much sums it up.
2: We should definitely uh, tag this guy in this or whatever and do a little collab. I like what he's saying. All
0: right. All right, so he says, uh, this is a quote from the movie. What will happen to me if I fail your test? Do you think that I might be switched off? Asks the lovely and stone-serious android Ava. Her examiner, Caleb, Domino Gleason, startled by her comment, need not look any further in answering his own question of whether Ava possesses a self-awareness and perhaps a consciousness. To the delight of the viewer, the apparent answer to Caleb's question spawns a deeper level of intriguing puzzlement. What are Ava's intentions and motives beyond self-preservation? I'm going to skip to the end. So that kind of sums up pretty well the, the gist of the story, like the, you know, the, the main issues. So he says that uh, Ex Machina is a thinker's paradise next to most films on the subject of artificial intelligence, including fucking Age of Ultron Avengers. Like, are you serious? Wait, he really said that? So- no, 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 no. Oh. No, I'm just I'm just saying it's funny that he mentioned that because it's he, he's saying like, OK, sure, there are other movies about artificial intelligence. But this one is like really, really heady. You know, yeah, really a mindfuck, which I totally agree. Um,
2: so yeah, I agree with his review.
0: <laughs> so it says, ex machina never loses its footing in favoring the cerebral over the sensational. Although I would say that movie was pretty goddamn sensational. Even though I agree, like it chose the like it chose the higher concept over the like I'm just going to scare the fuck out of you. You know what I mean? Although I, I would say it did really both really well. Actually, um, it says in many way, an action film. It takes its time presenting its case for the questions at hand. <laughs> uh, and image by image, it nails its commentary, yet adroitly and avoids sounding too academic, which I would also agree. With a first
2: film this good, Garland
0: stakes out a place in.
2: Yeah, with a it's, first his, it's his first movie. First directed Holy movie, fuck, yeah. Dude. And I watched a lot of interviews with um, the people in the cast, and, and this guy is such a smart director because he's a, he thinks of himself as a writer. He's like, I've never directed a film before. It's my first movie. And he... Uh, he basically said that he had kind of an idea of of where it wanted to go, but he was also open to their interpretations of these situations. Oh, that's the best way. So he would just be like, "Oh, you took it that way? Well, yeah, that's way better. Yeah, no, no, no yeah. yeah, go with it, just, go with it, yeah, just do it." That's and cool. and he said that he said that on the day of filming, he was like, "We're not going to talk about motivations at all. Mm. We're just going to let this play out." And. The woman who was playing the android, I guess, is the word for it, robot, or whatever. She, fucking amazing, man. She had a dance background, and so ballet, yeah. But she said that she was like trying to move almost like a. uh, She compared it on Conan, I think, to uh, a drunk child, (laughs) or something like that. Something, something like a a drunk something, where it was she's 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 got these movements that are almost human, but not. Yeah. And they're all human because we can. I mean, she's a human being. She's, she can't do anything outside of the human realm, but it's not how we normally move right. when we're doing things. You know, she'll slide over
0: and then or be really perfectly still while she's asking a question, and then kind of slink away. You know, yeah, I agree.
2: It was really cool, and it just that. it just felt so. What's the word? Uncanny valley. Yeah, I was just I had oh but man weird because you <sighs> knew it was a real
0: human doing it. You it knew was that weird while you were watching it. It there was, was no weird. other way they could have shot that. Yeah,
2: and what, you know it,
0: it turns out yeah, of course it was a fucking actor doing it, but it doesn't make it any less like uncanny valley esque. You know, uh, yeah. it was even though it wasn't CG.
1: This makes me think of uh, the movie with Scarlett Johansson. I th- I think she this was in and um, she Lucy. Lucy. That was horrible acting compared oh, yeah. to this. Like, fucking horrible. Like, she was supposed to act like she was, like, a machine. Ah,
2: mm-hmm. oh, spoilers. Wait, is this the woman that, like, Lucy can use 92% of yeah, her brain? Yeah, yeah,
1: but it was a fucking shit job.
2: Yeah.
0: Compared to this one. But it, my, I like, though, that they used all the same concepts of, like, infinity and, and, like, consciousness and intelligence kind of being its own thing, and it doesn't matter whether it's in the body, because one of the lines, spoiler alert, if you don't want to hear us talk about this movie, just skip, like, I don't know, 10, 10 15 minutes is probably a good guess. But uh, at one point, she says, uh, he says, how old are you? And she says, I'm one. And he's like, what, what one year, one week, one, like one month? And she says, no, I'm one. And that is a... It's a crazy concept because... Well, he, but she also really, says,
2: like, she's, like, weird one or something. Like, some, yeah, some, some like, shit. weird, you know... Yeah.
0: <gasps> Which, it's funny because we've both been reading all this Indian philosophy lately, uh, and that's that resonates so deeply with, like, that train of thinking. is like, you know, consciousness is, is a thing. You know, you can be conscious or you can not be conscious, and you can be more conscious or less, but consciousness is not something that is, is yours to own. You know, mm-hmm. it's this thing that happens. And... Uh, I think artificial intelligence is kind of forcing the point where, you know, it's like, well, you think your consciousness is special because of because you're biological and, you know, you know, some, you know, nature made you and, you know, there's nothing else like you on the planet. But imagine a consciousness that's smarter. So then you start to really understand that consciousness isn't a human thing. It's just a thing that is possible and humans are capable of it uh, to a really high degree and artificial intelligence might be even more capable of it which is
2: or at least just and as and when we say high degree that's only by our standards of what we've encountered you know there could be there could be this whole other thing that goes even farther beyond what we're you know we're like you know if if the only thing on the planet were like dogs dogs would be like yeah we're the shit yeah, like we figured yeah. it out but like uh, i don't know man it's interesting it is
0: it's very interesting. What you, what else do you think is could, or should be out there or could be out there?
2: I don't know. See, that's the thing. I, I couldn't even I couldn't even speak to it cuz I'm human. I can't speak to the things that are outside of of my well, I'm but it's a, you know, ability. thought experiment. What else could be out there?
0: You know, what else could be out there?
2: What what else could it be like the physical, you know, whatever it is. I have no idea. There could be there could be I feel like there could even be I've been thinking about this a lot actually too, and I think um some of the some of the more mystical things that humans create as far as like ghosts mm-hmm. and gods and all these other um things that are they seem like magical almost. Yeah. They they could very well exist, but they would all still be representations of the larger picture, which is this, you know, great one oneness. You know what I mean? Right. So it could be like, yeah, ghosts exist, but they're they're there for this specific reason, or maybe not even for a reason. It's just sort of a you know, like you could die and there could be a thing that's there in order to facilitate your death almost mhm um so for example the you, you sent me this Ramdas talk today right um, and i've been listening to it and hey Ramdas check him Yo, out guys he's yeah, pretty awesome yeah shout out to Ramdas man he's amazing yeah he he he's he's a great mind um uh, but he, being he basically he was discussing reincarnation um in uh in um kind of detailed words, but he was also saying like, oh, well, this isn't a reality of the situation. So don't, you know, I like that he, he starts off his talks by being like, well, I don't know shit, which is the best way to go about it because he's, he, he said that he's speaking in, he's speaking about things that are not conceptual and he's forced to describe them using concepts, which is the trick. Right. Um, Which is why I really
0: appreciate the poetic language of the, like the Vedas and the old, those old texts that, you know, they, they, They address that by saying, well, duh, of course the words are going to screw everything up, but don't just use the words to get to the idea. And once you have the idea, fuck the words, you know, you can, you can bring your own words and do whatever the fuck you want. But, you know, I had, you know, that's why it's poetry. It's not supposed to be taken literally. Like in science, you put in this amount of liquid and you mix it this many times. They're saying, you know, when you combine the essence of this and the something of that, you know you get that and it, they're saying exactly the same things but you know these guys are saying it in a way that's more concise mm. and and will last longer and can be interpreted in more ways yeah uh and it's it's smarter it's but it's also has its disadvantage uh, because if you don't know how to decode the language you can get lost really easily
2: So I guess to get back to your question, as far as like the thought experiment of what else could be out there, Mm -hmm. I guess I'd say I'm not opposed to the idea that non-physical manifestations of like consciousness could exist, which I know is sort of a a floaty kind Mm -hmm. of way to say it, but I'm not, I'm not, I don't necessarily think that you need like a body in order to be, if that makes any sense. I would say it doesn't make sense to
0: me. Mm Mm-hmm but that's the way it really sounds when, when you listen to them talk about it right yeah. so my approach is i'm open to the idea but i i don't feel comfortable taking any other stance than the negative right now because you know there's just no i just i just can't i don't have the the concepts i don't have the i don't have it in my head to be able to make it make sense along with every other thing i've ever seen in my life i will say the listening to ramdas who was a harvard psychologist um if he is telling me as an academic you know western academic american if he is convinced that you can do it i'm open to the idea i just think that at this point i don't I haven't experienced enough of even the like fundamentals of what they're talking about to be able to understand the higher level concepts, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. So I think when they're talking about these, you know, I've heard this story many times, you know, uh, a yogi will be talking to someone who's not in the room physically yeah. and they're sane. You know, everything about them is sane and, and they're, you know, it's even a sane conversation. It all kind of makes sense, but it's like, well, what the fuck? What are you talking about? What does that even mean? I'm I'm saying there I'm sure there's an explanation for that that makes sense if you are a person who's able to do that or able to do what it takes to get there so you can you kind of can grasp it I'm just not even close to being able to do that yet yeah and so I would say that point, you know I'm I'm open to the possibility but if anybody asked me if ghosts are real I know the western concept of a ghost and I'm gonna say no ghosts are not fucking real yeah. oh your soul just it's just so upset it just keeps on going what are you talking
2: about? I cracked these eggs on my head and all this red came out. That must mean you're <laughs> yeah. fucking got a spirit in your body. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you, man. I'm not yeah. saying that I, it's a thought experiment. I'm not saying right, do, I right. can't speak to it either, but what I'm saying is I'm, I'm open to the idea. Yeah. And uh, I'm almost
0: jealous in a sense because I can't even, you know, you, you, you said that what I was responding to was you said that you're open to the idea of disembodied consciousnesses i'm i i want i'm open to the idea right but i i'm not even close to being able to accept it yet mm-hmm. because it, it's just like so foreign to me like how the how do you explain that then how do you, how do you explain that and i'm sure there is an explanation because these motherfuckers have an explanation for everything that makes sense but even if they explained it it wouldn't make sense to me right now because i haven't had the right experiences Right to be able to you know process it the right way.
2: Well, it's interesting, man. I mean, the the, the thing that I really like about Ramdas that's been really kind of uh, creeping me out almost, in, yeah. in a sort of way, you know, it, it's giving me those um, chills, yeah. kind of where I'm listening to it and I'm going like, oh wow, that's that is way too close to my experience, mm-hmm. um, and that is kind of making me like uh, I've I've had moments where I've gotten like almost on the verge of crying. Yeah, but then followed by hysterical, nonsensical laughing. Like no one's around. I'm just, yeah. I'm just losing my shit. Dude,
0: I have heard so many stories of, of that. People will listen to uh, Ramdas or Alan Watts talk, and someone in the crowd will just start busting out crying or laughing. And at the time, like even like six months ago, that was like, I was like, Man, that's kind of ridiculous. It just sounds like a ridiculous kind of person that would that that would happen to. But then he started talking about meeting Maharaji and, and starting to learn yoga and what yoga actually is. And, I, like, that's when I started to feel it. And I was like, oh, shit, this is what must happen. You know, people must feel blocked for so long in their lives. Like, oh, what do I do? I don't know how to handle this. What do I do next? And then he says something that just so subtly and concisely just cuts through all that where you're like, oh, well, I was just being a fucking dumbass about it. Yeah. Duh.
2: You know? yeah <laughs> and then it, it produces that <laughs> yeah I, and and for me I mean i I um I've described this on the show before, but uh, it was probably in January or February I had this moment where I was just walking down the street and I was thinking about stand-up comedy and I was talking about how it and for some some thought just came to my mind that like oh well, that's not who I am, it's just something I'm doing, and that from it was just like a snap thing, and for months, I was riding this wave of at first I was feeling, you know, personally overwhelmed with joy and everything was awesome and Seamus was the one feeling it where I was just like, well, I can do no wrong, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then like a month later I had another experience where I didn't feel anything and I was sort of looking at things from a from this sort of blank perspective, I guess, if that if that's a way to describe it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it it kind of takes on a negative connotation, but it's not negative nor is it positive. It's it's, it's not blank as in like
0: uh, like oh this is this is stale or sterile. It's blank as in now
2: that there's nothing going on, I can be hyper aware to what I'm receiving. I was like, seeing like know? every go- grass petal like moving, yeah. and I was just looking at everything. I was looking in my driveway for like five minutes, maybe longer. I was just like, <laughs> wow, I've never even seen this. This is amazing, and it felt like. And I've said this on the show too before, so I can. I mean, I'm not afraid to say this anymore. I, I, it, it was like when I was tripping on shrooms; it was the yeah. exact same um, feeling of almost enlightenment, right? Mm-hmm. And then, and then those two experiences sort of became conceptualized in my mind, mm-hmm. and uh, and I've sort of been desperately. Uh, I guess the past couple of weeks trying to, you know, re-experience that or like, why can't I just feel the joy? God damn it. Why yeah. can't I just feel this? And why can't I, you know, and so I've, I've kind of been in a a bad place, um, mm-hmm. an, an anxious place. A, a, a place of, you know, like where I'm feeling like, oh God, is all my anxiety back from before I had all these revelations and before yeah. I grew and like when, the ex machina mm-hmm. thing where I'm watching this movie, yeah. I know it's a movie and I'm freaking the fuck out and I feel almost guilty or embarrassed about freaking yeah. out and I, I'm feeling like, is this it was all of that just bullshit or or what is it and all this and i'm like i guess i'm not enlightened well, then well <laughs> uh, uh, yeah i guess i'm not enlightened or there was a part of me that like sort of kind of got tired of listening to all this stuff and wanted to retreat back mm. into the 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 Things that you can kind of cling to, the the, mm-hmm. the things that make you calm, like the new shit wasn't working. TV anymore, shows, so you or, like, you're like, let me go back to the old shit, then, or, or just, t- I'm just, t- I was just, t- I just felt like I needed a break. Like, yeah. can like can this is, oh, everything is so overwhelming. Can I just yeah. be Seamus again? And, it was so much easier when I could just be Seamus. Well, the, the, and then I'm listening to Ramdas talk today, and, and he's talking about that exact period where he's like, "This." It's called the term he used for it is like the Dark Night of the Heart or something. So, dark night of, dark night of the Soul. Dark Night of the Soul. And and how you you'll you'll see something and you'll know that it's real, but you'll want to convince yourself it's not because it becomes too much, or you'll you'll put on this thing where you're a phony. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: yeah phony holy unholy a phony unholy cuz there's the phony holy where you're convincing yourself that you're super uh yeah you like you know what you're talking about Yeah and, which i feel like i've done a couple oh, times too oh praise
0: you oh you're such a divine spirit like that's a that's the phony or, holy
2: or or even i'd say even after i had these revelations when i mm-hmm. but i wasn't feeling it and i tried to describe it to people knowing that like this is what i felt at the time but i'm not actually feeling it in the moment so right. i'm not like, i don't know how much of this is bullshit because i'm mm-hmm. not i don't feel this right now mm-hmm. i know that this is the truth 'cause I've experienced some 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 taste of truth. I've tasted it, Yeah. But I I'm not feeling it right now and so I almost feel guilty for like, well I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. And, and then it's sort of just like, well then fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? <yeah. laughs> then fuck it. Yeah. And 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 now what do I do? Well I'll go back to what I was doing before. And then he just kinda said today he's just like, well that's that's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I was like happens I just like started crying <laughs> like in the yeah. room by myself. Like oh man, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay well i mean really but
0: it's crazy man because it's such it seems like such a personal experience the things that he talks about but he talks about them you know he's had them too but he, he talks about it as if you know uh it's it's just a thing that happens not like oh i had a bad day that's how you usually think about it what he says is like yeah I've experienced bad days. So have you. Bad days are a thing. They come and they go. The bad days go, and then you have good days. And if if you can, you know, have that instead of just being like, "Oh, it was such a bad day. It was such a bad day," and you can be like, "Oh, well, you know, one of these days isn't going to be so bad." It stops giving the bad day so much power, so much like.
2: Oh, I just don't want to have a bad
0: day. I just don't want to have a
2: bad. Why day. am I feeling bad? I really want to not feel bad. And then yeah. when you're so focused on not feeling bad, you feel bad. Yeah, it's like a Chinese finger trap. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It really is, and and that's that's the frustrating thing too, because there was another part of me that like. So this is this is I, I know that it's not it's not over. <laughs> I'm in the thick of it. Yeah. I know I'm in the thick of it, um, but. I, you know, listen to Alan Watts and all these other people talk about like, well, if you want to do this, you got to give up the idea of doing it, you know, and, 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 and then Ramdas today talks in his thing about how the Western ideology is that you want to sort of go to the next thing or you want to, you want to yeah. s- get there as fast as possible. So, and in, in, I guess... That's it's so embedded in me that my whole thing was just like, well, I'm just going to stop listening to any of this because yeah. because that's what a Zen master would do, right? But I, <laughs> but I feel like there's a certain level of um, you have to. I, I I've learned at least that I have to keep. It's like a workout. Yeah, absolutely. And you'll. I I'm I kind of have faith that I'll know when I'm there if mm-hmm. I get there. You yeah. know what I mean? And and otherwise, I'm just going to keep. Keep looking Keep, into this shit. Yeah, you know,
0: <laughs> uh, that's why I think I was so attracted to the, the yogi way. Yeah. Because it, it's it's a science. They they call it a science. The, you know, they're like, you know, if you do this, listen, if you breathe this way, you sit this way, you think about this, you do it this, you know, this time of day for this long, you don't even have to listen to what I'm saying to you or listen to yeah what I'm saying. You'll experience it. And I don't even have to tell you but i'll tell you because that'll make you more excited right and that i love that approach because i was uh, you know the dark night of the, of the soul is a, a concept that my mom actually gave to me because she uh it's very religious and i identified with that for a long time ever like when I, I told you when i was but what a junior is, but, but college, what is
2: her interpretation of that i, I the, wonder the same
0: or well her her is is uh when you're so challenged by your environment you know that you have to it's a challenging moment you know do you give in to unfa- unfaithfulness or do you stay faithful and it's when you need the like i need somebody to reassure me that's the the dark night of the soul when you don't get that and that's when you're really tested do you give up or do you uh stay faithful that you know i accept that you know <laughs> i accept that I, I get the i get the gist of it the dark night of the soul doesn't matter what what story you tell to To invoke that, but just imagine like the dark, a dark night of the soul. Like just, oh (sighs) shit. Batman. It's so (laughs) dark. Um, But I told you that my dark night of the soul probably started in college, junior year. And I would, it's, it's like a, it's, it challenged my, everything that I knew and was doing and every reason I had for doing what I was doing. Cause I started smoking weed And I started to really think and I kind of stumbled onto like certain meditation and breathing practices because when I was really high on the bus, I would get the spins and I'd have to be like, fuck, like I don't want to throw up. So what do I do? I would would just start breathing through it. And I was like, man, I wonder what happens if I just breathe like that when I'm on the train every day. So I just kind of started like just by accident, just getting into these breathing techniques and like learning that. And using music sound like I would play the Black Keys albums over and over and over again, and I would just zone out I'd be on the bus for an hour and a half going to work and just so into the music that the sounds were like were were started to become like images that I could see in kind of a, a, like a very sleepy kind of a way yeah um so I, I kind of picked up these little things along the way but I started smoking weed and thinking about all the science that I was learning. And I started hanging out with uh, our mutual friend Jeff, who really taught me a lot about how the brain works and really challenged my view of, of the world and how it worked. Um, and I started to realize that everything I was doing was really, it was just bullshit. You know, going to college, putting yourself in so much debt just to learn something to get a job, it's, it, it's bullshit, you know? Uh, also, I, I worked from senior year of high school all the way through college and the hours that i worked the people that i met those were the opportunities that actually ended up being something for me not the time i spent writing papers and blah 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 at work you know it it was ridiculous at school, you mean at, at school sorry yeah at school so it every, a lot of things were happening and then i moved out senior year and started living with jasmine and i had this freedom i had this freedom i was so content to hate Everything that I was doing and every reason that I had for doing it when I was living with my parents Because I felt like I had no choice and I was really You know, you couldn't really blame me for that considering the circumstances But when I was when I moved out when I finally had that chance to be like, all right Now's your freedom chance. Like what are you gonna do with it? And I fucked it up so bad because I thought I knew what was up, you know, and I, w- I was pretty close but it turns out when you have this freedom and you have your given power you have to figure out what to do with it because otherwise you end up being a fucking dirty cop or, you you know, blah, 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 blah. And I, I did some shit. You know, I'd, I made a lot of mistakes, blah, 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 blah. But uh, this whole time, I thought the freedom was going to save me from that feeling of like, oh, God damn, this sucks. Oh, uh, And it did for a while in a druggy kind of way. Like you take a drug and it makes you feel better. And then afterward, you're like, oh, well, that's done. Uh, so then I was like, well, that, if that's not going to do it, what the... I'm fucked. I'm fucked, you know? I'm fucked. And uh, when I started taking acid, I started to get that feeling back again that was like, wait a second, no, life can be good, like totally good. Not just good in a compromising kind of way, but life can be bliss. Life yeah. can be bliss. And I, at the time, I thought... All right, well, I started thinking, like, well, how do I just do acid every day then? Like, is that possible? Like, if I do a little bit, will it be as effective? Because things definitely work and make more sense and are much better on acid. And not even in, like, a I can just, like, escape kind of way. But, like, walking down the street is just a much more vivid experience. You know, going shopping is just a much more, it's
2: just so much more like, wow, look at all this food on shelves just stacked up.
0: There's so much food here.
2: So I'll, I'll give you an example um, of a similar thing I think uh, in my life is that I for a while kind of had this nostalgia for my childhood like mm-hmm. before I went to school, maybe, right? Let's say there was some trauma in grade school. I got bullied or whatever. and that you know it was difficult. I became very self-conscious because I was letting you know I was dealing I was letting people tell me who I was, basically mm. through all through grade school. You know, I didn't feel like I fit in, and that sort of carried over. Even when I was fitting in, I still felt like I didn't. Mm -hmm. And so I had this nostalgia for, like, the age of five, you know, right before I went to school where my day was consisting of these simple things. Oh, go go over here, get lunch, see this, see that. And there were all these amazing things that were happening all the time, and I was like, oh, if if I could just go back there, and I just wanted to go back there so badly. Uh, And then I realized that, um nothing's changed. <laughs> but like but, I mean that's, that's really fucking funny, I man. Mean, it's so true. I mean that's what it is. Nothing's changed. Yeah. I, I you can still see the world that way. It's a matter of you don't have to go back anywhere. You just have to you just have to be there. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's I mean, the kind of laughter I'm just I'm talking about. Listening to Ram Dass is kind of talk. Yeah, right. So that's, like, that's, this like, is so ridiculous. It, all it, of it. it like, it's <laughs> just like none of it's real, and yeah. people are just laughing at these weird yeah. things where people would think you're crazy.
0: But and so to to segue right back into my my uh, narrative before, because that it's this is really the kicker. Recently, is I I thought that acid was the way, and then I couldn't get acid anymore for like months. Still haven't, and I was like, fuck. i you know. I, how am I going to be there again? Like, how am I ever going to feel that again? But then I remembered that the, the most tranquil, serene, blissful moments when I was tripping, I kept having this sensation that like, no, this is just you. This is just you all the time. You're just, there are just things stopping you. So one of the things that I learned that stopped me was sleeping habits. If I don't get my sleep habits you know, in, in check, I wake up feeling shitty and it, it fucks up the rest of my day. Duh. Right. Didn't need acid to learn that, but I did apparently. If you don't eat right, duh, you feel like shit. If you don't eat and you go on a bike ride and you come back home and you're, you you do not still don't eat, you feel like shit. Cause your body is just in survival mode. Eat, eat good food and good food gives you good energy. You know, all these, but step by step, I kind of was, you know, I had the sensation that like, this is all you or possible for you all the time it's just you've been fucking it up and you know no through no fault of your own you know it's you you learned all these things from people and you're sure about what you're doing because what you're there are you know causes and effects and you can always say well the cause and the effect the you know they match da. i can always be right but it doesn't fucking that doesn't matter you know so we, no one can blame you for thinking that way but now that you see how simple this is how easy this is how you can stare at a wall and be totally happy about everything. That is you all the time. It's just when you tell yourself, why am I looking at a wall? That is stopping you from enjoying yourself in in every moment. That's what it is. It's it's not that staring at a wall isn't enjoyable, because it is. But if you don't let yourself, then you won't. And so that was the lesson I learned was like, this is you all the time. It's in there. It's just you have to uncover it. And I thought acid was the only way. But then I heard ramdas say the exact same thing. I, I did a bunch of acid, I, I, you know, saw the light, I thought that this was the only way. And then he went to India and, and did all this crazy shit and learned that that feeling is inside, and there's a lot of other feelings and sensations and experiences that can happen inside your own head if you train yourself the right way to sit still. And to shut your body off And then you shut your mind off And then you shut You know Everything starts to shut down And you experience Things that you can't even imagine Unless you're Able to do What they do And that is why I bought Raja yoga book Uh, I bought A a kundalini yoga book And I've started uh, Meditating every day Because I I realized like This Okay acid gets you there But like The other dudes were saying It's It gives you a taste And then it takes it away from you Because it's a fucking material It's a drug But the drug only induces a state that's already, that's inside your head. And if you can breathe the right way, sit the right way, think the right thing and set up your, your human system in the right environment, then you can get to crazier mind states and you know, anytime you want, you know, every day if you want to. And that's when I realized like, all right, that's what, that's what I'm fucking, I need to do. Yeah. And because the the argument, you know, oh, you have to do it for the love of doing it and, you know, you don't want to get to the end goal. And I'm like, okay, that's all well and good, but I know I'm not going to reach enlighten- enlightenment by, like, waking up, cooking eggs, drinking a monster, going to work, going home, drinking beer, watching TV, going to sleep. Because that's what I pretty much do every day because, you know,
2: that's an enjoyable kind of life. So,
0: well, fucking tell me what to do.
2: That's, that's what I like about um – I think all of these these speakers like Alan Watts, uh, Ram Dass, Muji, some of the – like the, I think about the the Buddhist talks that I was listening to, which are from these Buddhist monks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're all a piece of the puzzle. I, I think um, they're – I wouldn't have found these other people mm-hmm. if I hadn't listened to this, so I can't say like, oh, I'm not going to listen to that shit now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I have some on my iPod that I want to go back to and be like, well, this is – it's always good to go back because – we have this thing in our minds where we convince ourselves that, we, oh, I've already heard that shit. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, well, maybe if you listen to it again, as if you haven't heard it, you'll hear something fucking new. You know? And, and the thing I like about what Alan Watts said in one of his lectures is he said that um, um, he was talking about uh, accepting, accepting to a certain degree a level of selfishness in yourself Mm -hmm. but and and recognizing it and sort of being like okay well that's the case so what next you know and and he's like well you know at a certain point you just have to be like okay well yes i'm trying to learn these things because for some i'm trying to you know save myself from something Mm -hmm. but maybe at a certain point that goes away Mm -hmm. or maybe it doesn't i don't Mm -hmm. know but i'm gonna just keep going anyway because if i don't if i just hang out and don't look into it at all yep you know, So if this is the path to get there, who fucking cares what the path is? Right, if, right. I just want to get there. And yeah. that's that's the
0: Western train of thought. And it's backwards to the Eastern train of thought, which is there's no get there. You're there now. It's just you have this concept of getting there, which is all well and good. But there's a lot of breaking down of concepts and logistics that have to happen for to a Western mind in order to be able to start reframing how you're living your life. And to me, it was always, well, how the fuck do I do that? Like, I'm down with the philosophy. Now, what the fuck do I do? Like, okay, everything is one. Like, yeah. I get it. I get it. But like, what, like one, I wake up and there, my breakfast is one. Great. What, what, what next? You know, what next?
2: And I, I, I have to go to the East at some point. I have to go, I have to go to Asia or India or someplace because I've, I've, I've <laughs> gone. They're
0: two separate places.
2: Well, you know what I'm saying. India is in I, Asia, but that's okay. It is in Asia, but what I'm saying is, you know what I'm talking about. When I talk about Asia, I'm talking about the. <laughs> fucking. You know, you know, about about. About you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. But I have to, um, I have because I've, I've gone to, like, I went to Europe and stuff. But I mean, that's still Western ideologies and stuff. Because, but mm. I, I sort of take, uh, I wonder about that when they talk about the Western mind versus the Eastern mind, because. I I don't know if that's true because I've met I, I feel like there's probably a lot of people in the East who are just you know like Christians in America who yeah. are are Christians or Buddhists but they don't know what the fuck they're talking about mm-hmm. and they probably have a lot of similar shit they need to break down I, I think maybe for for but maybe I'm wrong I have to see I have no I, I would idea say, you know you're thinking about
0: you're thinking about if we took individuals in 2015 from the West and the East and compared them. But by now, with globalization, et cetera, et cetera, that's, that's a moot point almost. You know what I mean? It's like, well, duh, there's a Western influence on the entire world, and there's an influ- Eastern influence on the entire Western world, and they kind of interplay. I think the real, you know, you think of, if you think of it more in a, in a more timeless sense, like what is the Eastern legacy? What is the Western legacy? The Western legacy is, you know, Plato, uh, Socrates. The Eastern legacy is uh, the art of war. And, uh, I think even, I think even
2: uh, more modern Thank influences uh, have even even bigger – not maybe not even bigger impacts because they've built on those other people, but like, like Freud and Freud, all that shit. Yeah, like, yeah absolutely. Like, like, Ram was talking about that He's too. But, but uh, man, they really have just changed the way we look at how to deal with these things. Mm-hmm. We, we sort of look at um, these – these eastern philosophies as archaic and they don't mm-hmm. know what the fuck they're Savage. talking about and we gotta we gotta deal with your mom issues we gotta sit you down mm-hmm. and talk to you about your mom you know but it's not you don't have to fucking <laughs> we have to work through your pain that's what ramdass yeah. says but because he even he he was actually what is he a psychologist or he was, yeah, a, he was a clinical and he's
0: a clinical psychologist but i like, I like the
2: the when i first started listening to it, i was in the i was in the woods mm-hmm. listening to this and he was talking cool. about how um if If the person he is today were to meet the person he was then mm-hmm. the person he was then would have the person he is today um put into a hospital yeah.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he was talking about how at one point when he was given his spiritual name Ramdas and he started to travel around the world, he was like, yeah, I even had a you know I had multiple personalities, I even had a name for another one <laughs> yeah, Richard Alpert and Ramdas, the same person in the same body you know it's kind of it's so bizarre to the western. Train of thought because for some well not for some reason it's kind of a part of the Western faith almost in in rationality which is I think the the demise of the entire Western train of thought the over faith in rationality because you know when it's I, I don't, roll up <laughs> um, when it comes down to you know if you if you watch the the shows or read about kings and military action and anytime you read about war and the and the real decisions that had to be made that 's where rationality breaks down because when your data is telling you that it's likely that the Russians are going to bomb you like to smithereens and they're telling you they won't, but of course they would where what what's your rational decision and and what do you
2: base that on? you know what i mean so anyway sorry uh but no, to it's, the same, it's is- the same thing with ex machina it's the same thing where where you, there's a there's a level of I, I want to say faith that's almost necessary in certain situations where you just have to assume that the worst is not going to happen <laughs> because yeah. like they in the, the cold war is a good example because there were, there were a couple occasions where um, both of the, I think on the, the United States uh, and the, the Russian computers both malfunctioned at separate times to which they, they told them like, oh, they're launching their nukes yeah. right now. They're on the way. And so somebody it, had guys. to be like, no, 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 don't hit the button. Let's just, Let's, Let's just, just fucking wait this out. And it turned out it was like one thing that was fried in the the you know one computer chip in this giant. Yeah, a squirrel ate the cord or something. Yeah.
0: yeah. Fuck man.
2: Yeah. Fuck that. So the thing but
0: was, I think, I think, but the the cool thing that I've been thinking about in more in terms of the Graham Hancock, who is very much a westerner, kind of integrating the eastern, mytholo- mythological mystical kind of consciousness back into our like back into our lingo and our our thinking um is what were we talking about right before this my
2: bad western, we're talking eastern... about the, the, like a faith and and the the western eastern fucking
0: well i think I... oh oh so i said rationality was the downfall of, of western society there you go i think it always has been in all of these fucked up situations where empires have failed it's because rationality breaks down when You have too much information. It's information overload. It's hard for us as a generation to be rational about what we do every day and what we watch and what we don't because there's so much shit. It's irrational. You can come up with good reasons to watch everything, you can come up with bad reasons. So it's like, well, how? And you spend so much energy and time thinking and overthinking and rethinking and blah, 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 blah. Uh, And faith is lost to us because faith has been handed down to us in the Western tradition of, you know, the Catholic priests molesting children. That's our, our you know, that's like what faith gets you, you know, when in,
2: in the way yeah, that we, we see, think like, you know? oh, you know, if we have faith, it'll be abused. Yeah, right. maybe but it,
0: it doesn't have to be just have faith in yourself. And, and you're like, you're the, that you're part of everything as much as everyone else. And that's the Eastern train of thought, which is much more, it's just, it's more realistic, but it's also more like satisfying. You know, it's, it's more wholesome because They're like, yo, at at a point, rationality breaks down, but it's a very, very good tool. It's a very good tool. Use your rationality, of course. Question things that don't make sense, but don't just rely on that. Don't just rely on your rationality because you can save time by using your instinct and that kind of thing. And I think uh, rationality breaking down, you know, quote unquote, can be seen in you know the scientific papers these days you know physicists are working on these like the, the the Higgs boson the god particle and they're tracing the big bang back to a single point and they're you know all all this shit it's everything's like seemed to be coming back to a single point or coming back in on itself in some kind of way and it to me it just it's all kind of hinting that you, you can't really be rational overly rational about infinity and that's what we're trying to do we're trying to be rational about everything which it's okay you have to learn but i think we're going to learn in a big way that the western drive that, that expand and you know make more and be productive and keep expanding and be rational because that's what a rational person would do is expand we're going to learn that we need to we need to fucking dial that in a different direction and i think the direction that we're going to go is the eastern way because it's so old it's just the oldest humans that have survived for the old for the longest time they're like look i swear to god this is the literally i literally swear to god this is the way to organize yourself and everything around you this is the way to do it because it feels the best you're more sharp you're more aware everyone's happy everyone's blissful and you're, you're you know everything works out but you're just like, well, no, I want more land. What if my family gets hungry? Uh, I'm going to take your shit. And
2: it's like, well, I, you could do that. You could do that, or and you I- could just meditate for a while with us, and we'll feed you. <laughs> and I think uh, even to like a, a sort of a, a lesser extent, or maybe not even a lesser extent, why why value these things? Um, I have sort of been asking the wrong question myself, which has sort of put me in this. I, I was thinking about it today. There's this. There's this place of anxiety. That stems from, uh, I, man, I've been thinking about this a lot, this concept, uh, mm. for the past couple of days, because I can remember when I was a kid trying to stick two uh, opposing poles of a magnet together and being really <laughs> frustrated that they wouldn't and being like, I'm going to push these motherfuckers together even if it kills me. Like, And that's the same thing yeah. that continues on and on in... in oh, try try to do something outside of your programming, and you try to, and you're like, but what does my programming? And, and like thinking about the, the nature of reality and what it is, and really, really wanting to know for sure what it is. Mm-hmm. Like picturing it and having a thing that I can just say, well, that's what it is for sure, and that's that. I got it. Cool. Okay. Great. That's what it is. All right. Now I can stop thinking about that. I, I've spent so much time thinking about that that I haven't spent enough time. Like being in it, if that makes any mm-hmm. sense, I've been so worried about what this is that I haven't had time uh to just chill the fuck out I yeah. guess you know and and that that to to a large degree is is what creates anxiety because it's almost a uh um I, I, a, a personal disagreement with how things are, you know,
0: mm-hmm. it shouldn't be this way. <laughs> it's almost like you open up the window and you see outside this gorgeous, gorgeous like lawn. It, it, but it's like, it's so many colors that it's like, Whoa, what the fuck? Like I've never known so many colors and it's the sun's beating and you're like, Ooh, that's, that's warm. That, what if it gets too hot? You close the window, you shut the blind. You're like, all right, let me think about this for a second. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this is, it's drastically different than what I'm used to because my <laughs> house kind of sucks, but Hey, I'm used to it. I know every nook and cranny of this house. But all those colors, what do I do? I know I need to go back out there. I should go back out there. And then you go to the window and you're like, I can't do it. Why can't I do it? Oh, shit. I know I need to go out there. Let but me I count can't do all it. these colors.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let me organize them all and understand every little part I'll of just this. Just
0: crack the window so it doesn't get too crazy. I got to know just, for
2: sure. Is there death? Is there reincarnation? What is this? What is this? And I want to yeah. know so bad, but I don't. It's the wrong question, I think.
1: I think I mean. Maybe.
2: There's it's justified in the sense that yeah, I'm curious and I'm fascinated and I wanna know. And I, I there there's a part of me that wants to know, but I've spent too much time dis- being distressed over it. Yeah. I felt the same
0: way. And I feel like we made a point like this earlier because I started saying that's why I like the yogi approach, because it's it's very, very much Okay, so you want to you go out to the garden? You don't have to go out there yet. You're not ready for that yet. Sit in the house, close your eyes, and try to remember all those beautiful colors you saw. Try to remember how the sun felt and think about it in a good way. Okay, that's it. Do that every day for a month, and then you'll be able to go outside. And you're like, well, that doesn't seem like it's going to help, sir.
3: You know, it's like, well, how is that going to help
0: me at all? And he's like, well, listen, you don't have to do it, but you can, if you do it, I, I swear to you, you'll be able to go outside. And then you know, usually in these stories, there's there's one person who doesn't do it and there's one person who does, and they always say something clever at the end.
2: But the point being that the, the <laughs> Dude, early, it's all just it's all just political cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> just my opinion, and it's just like a guy in a nice suit, and then like your opinion, it's a fat smelly guy. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's yeah. like the uh, 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 <laughs> Apple commer- uh, commercials. Right? Yeah, yeah, You yeah. yeah. yeah, Have the like doofy looking guy be the Mac guy, or I mean the PC guy. Yeah. yeah. But the yogi way is like do this, do it. If you want to experience this, I know it's hard to grasp. I I, I know I, I can understand. I used to be there, but sit down for a while and just think about nothing, about everything. Say these words over and over again, and I you'll 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 be able to start, you know, stepping out into this this area that you know you want to be in anyway. Because I I just couldn't find any other like when you wake up in the morning do this this many times like yoga is the only you know i don't know what to call it like path that i found that is that prescriptive
2: yeah it's like you're you're looking <laughs> you're looking for the end of the maze at like a restaurant and you're like looking around the restaurant, like where's the maze? <laughs> and all the time it was on this piece of paper, that, like this kids' menu. And you just you're really looking around the actual fucking restaurant for yeah, this maze. Yeah, you yeah. know, this maze is gonna show up anytime I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, but I'm
2: glad that I've it's come to me, mm-hmm. you know. Because
0: I feel really lucky about that, considering I'm a Westerner from fucking Philadelphia, man. Philadelphia is a very notori notoriously kind of closed off city. Yeah, you know. So for those kind of ideas to percolate down through me or to me is fantastic, and I have to really give a lot of shout out to the Quakers again, because <laughs> shout out to the Quakers—they're the Quakers. home popping bottles, yeah. going crazy. <laughs> I can't believe Adam calling me out. Quakers are awesome, man. I love the Quakers, but the they would—they uh, they were into kind of every. They're very much the the Western style of Eastern philosophy of like, hey man, let's do it. Whatever you want to do, we'll fucking do it. You know, if you find it holy, I find it holy. You know, let let's get holy holy moly holy moly but they would uh i took like a kundalini yoga class when i was like 15 or something didn't fucking mean a thing to me i had to pick a workshop so i was like i like you know i I, i've heard that there's value in meditation I'll, i'll go and find out and not to say that i didn't experience some weird ass shit when i was meditating in that class but i didn't really get the the real gist of it you know it didn't still didn't really make sense to me but had I not experienced it then and kind of like been like, "Whoa, I kind of see something's going on here now I would have never i would have it would have it would have not made as much sense as it does now the the way that uh Ramdas and all those other people kind of describe the the way that they got there or
2: whatever but I think maybe you needed you needed that to for this to have the relevance that it does now. no, oh, no, that's exactly okay, what I'm saying. Okay.
0: Yeah, and it's it's that. It's also the it's fact weird, that I, right? I found acid and that Ramdos was like, yeah, I did a bunch of acid. I, I got in uh, like drug-enlightened and then it went away and then I started to think, I don't want that to go away. Like, what do I do? Yeah. And he went a lot more wild than I did to try and
2: get that high back, but... I, it feels I, almost like... The word predestined is like kind of has a lot... Of, but it, it doesn't yeah. feel... It feels like things are kind of happening... For a reason, if that mm-hmm. makes any sense. Which is hard because, I mean, he was talking about reincarnation today and he was talking about how, um, like, the, the space in between lives, basically, is what mm-hmm. he was describing. And Which how- I
0: still, like, even though it was Ramdas, who
2: I respect every word that comes
0: out of his mouth, I still just don't, that part of it, I'm just like, well, why, why is it necessary to believe in that in order for the other parts of the system to work? Why is that belief necessary? And it's not that I don't want to believe it. I want to believe it. I, just I think can't he would right say now.
2: that it's not, but I can't speak for him. It's I, not what? It's not necessary to believe it.
0: Well, it seems because it seems it's it's a core part of the the what they call it Samkhya philosophy or whatever, yeah. which is the the root of yoga and Hindu and all those all all that shit. Uh, it's that it seems like reincarnation is a very core part of it, and I'm sure there's a reason. I just don't understand. How it plays into anything at all, you know what I mean. I, even if you, uh, I'm down with the idea of your soul being having, you know, being eternal. You know, it's it's kind of a thing. It can't go away, and it can't not go away because nothing ever can. Blah 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 blah. But I don't understand why it's necessary to believe that I will be reincarnated a thousand times more, or and I have been. You know, I just don't. I I, I don't quite get that yet. I want to, but it just still. I just still. I don't understand the reincarnation bit.
2: I think that's okay too. I yeah. mean, I
0: think I possibly I'll get there. You know, because it seems like everyone does. You know, once yeah. you go on this path, everyone seems to realize the same things in a, in a like a pyramidal
2: kind of way almost. And, and I don't know how literal it is either. I can't right. really speak to it either. Exactly. I can only discuss the the because it's still. I, I even have the problem where he's talking about. Um, he's basically saying that, like, you know, you're. you're taking a manifestation in order to get rid of karma or like something you have to work off or mm-hmm. experience or whatever it is. Um, and so he, he was saying that like you'd reincarnate yourself and you'd be like, well, you know, if, if I just plan this out right, I could just get rid of all this karma in one lifetime and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll get raped when I'm nine years old and, and this will all this other shit yeah, will happen. Yeah, yeah. And, and like people gasp or somebody gasping, he was like, oh, that one was too much for you, huh? But like, because yeah, yeah, it, it's hard to, it's hard to reconcile um, like when you see people or other other people suffering, or like when you, mm-hmm. you know, for me, like when you watch <laughs> when you watch World Star Hip Hop fight videos, <laughs> and you just go, "What is the lie? What are the lives that these people are living?" I don't understand. I don't understand how that can be good in any way. That yeah. just seems like they're all running around like chickens without their heads on. You know,
3: mm-hmm.
2: not knowing what they're doing, and right. I, and I, and I think maybe maybe you're not supposed to. <sighs> It's not that you're not supposed to feel empathy or try to help people, but it's, it's not like, um, it's kind of a, it's kind of a weird thing. that's in that sense, right? Like it's, 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 it's hard not to, not to be like, Oh, we just have to fix this right now. Like I just mm-hmm. want to fix all this shit. Cause it bothers me. And, and yeah. cause the answer is you
0: can't, you can't fix it. Yeah. And whether, whether your Western train of thought says we don't have enough money to fix it or it's, you know, things aren't organized enough to fix it. Or whether you use different language and say that, you know, things are meant to be how they are and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. The fact of the matter is there's nothing that you can... You as a person, you couldn't fix every problem in the world because there are people who are trying to fix it. So how do you reconcile that? And I think the answer is by believing in reincarnation somehow. I think that's really the function of it is it's a way to... It's a way to reconcile the... The infant dying you know it's a way to reconcile the the guy, the CEO who lives to be eighty five but fucks up everyone 's lives without making that person evil because they're not they're not evil, they just had bad karma, they just were born in a bad situation and you know blah 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 but where my fucking breakdown happens is okay so I, I actually like the idea of karma it's one word that is a very succinct way of saying. The situation you were born into, the personality of your parents and how they raised you and, and all the details of your life that happened to you, whether it's genetics or environment, where you were born, all that, you know, the genes you were born with, it's all your karma. And what you can do with that is essentially up to you. For some people, it seems, because some people go their whole lives without working, quote unquote, working through their karma, like, you know, oh, I, was, I was born angry. Okay. Well, do you want to stay angry? Because you can not be angry if you want. You can deal with that. You don't have to be angry till you die. Like, oh, I'm a. i am I was. I was born. Uh, you know, this way. Well, you. Okay. Even if that's true, do you want to be another way? Because you can be. You know, you can just fucking not do that shit anymore or whatever. Um. But, I. I just don't understand why. So, if you even believe in karma, that you know, you're born with this shit and you can kind of uh, work through it, and. Bad things you do create bad karma in the sense that, uh, you know, if you're an asshole to people, you'll f- tend to find that people give you a sneers and you look like an asshole and you feel like an asshole when you talk to people and people tend to look at you like an asshole. So you feel like an asshole. Uh, and that's kind of, I think how, how, what they mean by, by like, you know, your behavioral karma, like you, you act like an asshole, people treat you like an asshole kind of situation. Um, Believe in all that. Working through your karma means your soul's enlightened because if you can get past all these concepts that you were born into, this anger or these emotions or this, you know, my dad sold crack, so I sold crack. That's karma. So get rid of that karma. Uh, Get rid of the idea of yourself because that's just karma. That's just the the society you grew up in and that they drilled that into your head. Uh, If you can get rid of all that karma, what's left is dharma, the truth, you know, just the, the one, the all, the whatever, blah, blah, blah. Why then? Because that to me sounds like a perfect explanation for everything that I've experienced, period. Why then, do I, d- d- why then does reincarnation become useful in this way of thinking? And it must be because why would, if, if the way that they train to, to perceive things is, is almost like seeing them. They, they value seeing. I saw this. I'm not telling you this that I thought this myself or I synthesized this myself. I saw this. I observed it. And a lot of people observe the evidence, I guess, of reincarnation. So I don't think that, I don't think that they're just fucking bullshitting or they're, they're doing it as an insecurity. I really believe that there's value and meaning in it, but I just can't find it. I just can't see it myself.
2: Yeah, and I struggle with it too because my thing is like I feel like if, uh, I mean, what I saw—I guess if you want to say it—what I saw yeah. when when I was having that experience is that you know everything is like consciousness almost, and the way that Ramdas described it was perfect for me because it sort of like really encapsulated the idea. It's 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 almost an object in the sense that it's it's like one thing that exists and sort of manifests within other people. Like it, you wouldn't say like there's different types of air; it's all fucking air. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In, in the same sense that this this the idea of consciousness and and experience things things is all the same thing so that's why i struggle with the idea of reincarnation in that way because i'm like well if if, if he almost made it sound as if the soul was somehow individual as far as like when you die like you, you've been reincarnated thousands of times and thousands mm-hmm. of times before right. but i'm not sure I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure if it would be like a specific. Like, are, am I like some kind of deity? You know, like, oh hey, we're all at the deity party now that we work through our fucking incarnations, or is it all just one thing? In which case, I kind of understand that because it would just be experiencing all of the possibilities. Mm-hmm. But I'm then, I, and then I'm not really. I, I'm not. That's my thing. My struggle with that is I, I just don't see. I guess I'm not clear on the per purpose but that's like a western thing too like i'm like what is, what does this mean yeah.
0: <laughs> we're, we're both saying the same what thing, does man. this like, mean? What does it mean why yeah like, why why reincarnation yeah it, it must fit functionally into the story somehow because everything else does down to the the language you know the sanskrit language the characters and the letters and the sounds they're all very intentional in the sense that if you uh like a certain st- letter is a certain sound right that's how every fucking language works but you know their intention is that this sound if you say it is supposed to make you feel a certain way you can identify other types of sounds like this in nature you know every single thing has a lot of meaning and everything weaves into everything else because that's how they believe in seeing the world is as one thing just everything is just kind of an offshoot of this one thing but just never forget it's all one thing right no matter how different it feels but why reincarnation? I just don't. I, I can't, man. I can't get there. No matter how many times I listen, I listen to that Ram Dass talk like six times, something like that. Give it a seventh. <laughs> <a> seven, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing, man. Or what just I keep, realized or- is that there's probably a lot. Like, he started talking about like astral be- bodies and shit, and I was like, whoa, this is starting to remind me of like the fucking new age people I used to meet at the Quaker shit that were clearly off base you
2: know well, what I mean well the thing is with with those really guys is that rockers. they totally could be off their fucking rockers and in the same way like truth can come from places uh, it doesn't have to the the meaning behind it like you said your mom introduced you to the dark night of the soul concept but mm-hmm. my, when you told me that my my whole thing with that was I was like uh she was somehow trying to guilt you into something there, like or, or feel it's something, yeah, I, something. Yeah. you know but but it doesn 't mean that the concept that she's showing you right. is not is not true, Valid. yeah, yeah, so maybe they 're kooky, maybe they are maybe they 're ridiculous, and they have no idea what they 're talking about, but maybe like a couple of things they 're saying are yeah, true, see, and maybe i don 't I don't I don't know believe
0: that because there 's such a legacy behind all of the things that they 're saying, and if you listen to them talk about, for example, oh the astral beings right there 's a functional way that they use this. This like, you know, to to do a disservice to call it concept, but they they use this idea of astral beings in order to perceive certain facets of the universe and, and people and the way that things work. And to them, it's I mean, it's as functional as seeing something or feeling it in a different way. You're perceiving a different way that something is happening and I, I don't know what that is that's why I'm, my language is all very vague because i don't know what the fuck i have well, no you fucking know, clue. it's
2: something without concepts and we're yeah. trying to describe so what, concepts. I've,
0: what i've come to is that the beginning of the path is waking up every morning really early meditating or like exercising meditating practicing breathing and just doing the shit that they say if you do this you'll you'll notice something and you'll know what to do after that I'm going to trust them
2: cuz they've been saying this shit for thousands of years and you know it seems to be keep working so and and I think for for me I mean I do want to I do want to meditate as well but I think for me the big thing uh that I'm going to try to do is just listen to one of these talks like a day you know yeah. take take an hour or 2 hours out of my day to be like this was the very emotional difficult part of my day and then the rest of the day is sort of like Let's do whatever the fuck we want. (laughs) I I mean, I thought about that because I listened to Ramdas the other day when I went running and I listened to him for like four hours Mm -hmm. and then I was just completely drained and I was like, well, now I get to watch wrestling. I get to watch all this stupid shit because I've put in the effort for the day. Uh, It's like working out. Oh, have have a candy. Have whatever you want because you just did this very intense thing for for a long – you put this effort in and you worked it off so now you don't have to keep you don't have to keep working right now yeah you can enjoy the the, the sweet side of life yeah man just enjoy the sweet side of life that's mm-hmm. that's the can't, like conversations that's for your grandkids uh, enjoy, a, enjoy the sweet side of life <laughs> enjoy this, be a candy muncher candy munchers <laughs> uh, well i i feel better man i hope everybody else out there feels better too yeah I feel better everyone yeah, and hey, review us on iTunes.
0: <laughs> yeah, review us on iTunes, comment on the uh episode. Tell a friend. Tell a friend any way you can help us kind of get the word out or anything like that. Any you know, be creative. I'm not asking you to do anything specific as long as you uh, do
2: something. I know right? it's I know it's a lot to ask cuz everyone's got a podcast these days. Everyone's <laughs> got their fucking, here's my show and oh, here's, here's this. There's my SoundCloud. And, and I I mean I don't know maybe we're not maybe we're not that different from a lot of those things out there but I like to think that the I, I mean I think and from what I've heard from people is that the the conversations are going places they didn't expect. Well, and if that's the case that's cool. then review us motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, review
0: us. And if you you know we might we may sound just like another podcast or another fucking five but Regardless, but we're your podcast. If you you enjoy us, we're your podcast. Well, you know, listen, if you leave us a review and you tell us you do, and we see it and it's all verified, we'll give you a personal shout out on an episode. I'm going to throw, we didn't talk about this, but I'm going to throw that out there. Well, I'll give you a personal shout out in an episode if you give us a review on iTunes. Now, I just want to warn you, that means absolutely nothing because there are not many people that listen to this, but maybe one day there will be and you'll be famous. So, yeah.
2: yeah. Hey, we'll start doing that on the next episode because we got a couple reviews. I'll start going back to the, Yeah, we'll just do that. That's yeah. hey, that's inside baseball. Don't listen to me. Just feel better. Conversation <laughs> for our grandkids. Feel <laughs> better.
3: Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we were forced to go running through the rain like Spanish horses. Hourglass sideways Soothes no gray But wait